Welcome to today's devotion. Today, we're going to discuss conditional love versus unconditional love. First of all, I, I know that today the culture is celebrating Valentine's Day. And the purpose of this devotion is so that you can understand how God wants us to conduct ourselves when it comes to relationships. So similarly, I want to start out by asking this question. Would you like someone to love you based on what you can do for them? And I'm going to start with this practical example. When I was a teenager, I had this girlfriend, and on Valentine's Day, she asked me to come to her job to bring flowers and candies on Valentine's Day. Well, in Chicago, it just so happened that even God was looking out for me then, you can say, because what happened is a blizzard came. All of a sudden, it's snowing heavily, and I couldn't go to our job. And by the time I went to the store, all of the candy and the flowers were gone. So I, I did the next best thing, and that was getting her curling irons. <laughs> so you can see, when I was growing up, I associated love based on, in terms of two things. And that was based on someone with, uh, giving gifts or someone physically touching me. Because the reason is, is because being raped and molested early on in, in the time, during my uh, earlier age, it impacted the way that I seen love or I associated the definition of love. I don't want people to get caught up with the culture. So the purpose of this devotion is to show you the way that our culture does love and the way God wants us to do love. Biblical definition, there is three types of love. There's phileo, which is friendship or brotherly love. And then there's eros, which is a lust, most, which is uh, erotic. And most of the time in our culture is mostly associated with bedroom love. And then you have agape, which is God's unconditional love. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, use me as I teach your word. Show me what exactly I am supposed to say. Allow it to come across clear and concise so the hearers can not only be hearers, but doers of what your words say. Remove me from this devotion and allow this teaching to be all about you and allow it to be all about your perspective and not this my perspective or this culture perspective, but about the biblical perspective in Jesus' name. Amen. So we know that in human in, as human beings, we operate from five different type of love languages. And usually, number one, it's quality time, physical touch, words of encouragement or affirmation, 
or gift giving or acts of service. So as humans, normally the way that we associate love is through one of these five love languages. And you can tell which love language a person is speaking by what they're doing. So if you're a gift giver, more than likely, when somebody gives you a gift or when you're going to often give gifts or when somebody gives you a gift, you're going to light up. So I'm just sharing this with somebody that's married or, you know, and you're in a season of engagement. You need to understand those things as you're studying your spouse to be aware of those things so you can speak not from your perspective of love, but from the person's perspective and from God's perspective. Now, let's talk about the perspective of this Valentine's Day. You see, Valentine's Day and this culture associate love based on conditions. You see, the whole big thing is she will know you love her by the flowers or diamonds or candy that you give her. And one of the things that I did early on for my daughters is I would give them things, but however, I would make sure that I give them things all year long because I didn't want them to associate love or or giving gifts or something based on a particular day or them having to realize that if somebody doesn't do something, they're missing out on something. I want... Them, I wanted them to understand that love is not based on condition. Love is based on somebody accepting you for who you are. So therefore, I would tell them early on, I'm proud of you and I love you and I care about you. But I would also show them by consistently on a regular basis. You see, what I'm saying to you guys, um, unlike the world's perspective, Sometime during this time, during the day, if a man doesn't spend all of his money or he spend, tries to spend all of his money and goes broke and trying to make sure that he's living out the cultural standard. And then sometimes a woman feels like if she doesn't sleep or kiss someone on Valentine's Day, something is wrong. Well, let's talk about God's perspective of love. Did God require you to do anything for in exchange of your sin? Did he say that he didn't love you? That he wasn't going to die for your sin? When he healed you unexpectedly or he blessed you, did you were you required to do anything? Did God require you to take off your clothes in order for you to feel that he loves you. See, these are all the perspectives. See, as you can see, the culture's difference and the God's difference is totally different. So as we go into the, today's devotional further on, I need you to understand that God didn't require you to prove anything. He, he, he doesn't um, require anything. The only thing he asks as you can see, the, the cross is a wonderful example of how God wants us to love him and wants us to love other people. 
the the horizontal represent our love for our human beings. But the vertical, which is the most important thing that God wants you to display, is your relationship with him. You see, the bottom line, in order to love a human being, you must understand love comes and originated from God's. And we're gonna sh I'm going to show you through the scriptures what God says. Because in 1 John 4, it says it like this in 1 John 4 and 8. It says, the one who does not love has not become acquainted with God and never did know him. For God is love, meaning that God is the originator of love. So if somebody says that they love you, how do you know if somebody loves you? Well, I'm glad you asked because in 1 Corinthians 13, starting at verse 4, it says that love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous. So I know from the culture, usually men and women, they think because they got a jealous partner that, hey, this person just shows that they love. No, the biblical says, the Bible says that, no, that's not love. Somebody that's being boastful and proudful or rude to you, here in the Bible, it says that that's not love. In verse 5, it said it doesn't demand its own way. It's not easily irritated. So it doesn't require you to sleep with him, young ladies or young man. It doesn't demand you to do anything. So as you can see early on, as I was saying as a teenager, if the young lady loved me, she wouldn't have never required me to go out and buy her candy or gifts. You see, there's nothing wrong with doing those things in itself, but it's not demanding its own way. And here's the other thing. Love doesn't keep a record of wrong. So if someone constantly bringing up what you didn't do, then you can understand that's not love. That's not, they don't love you. Love doesn't rejoice over injustice, over things that's done wrong. Love never gives up. In other words, love doesn't walk away, man. Someone that says they love you and they're walking outside of the relationship, that's not love. You see, love loves us under every circumstances. You see, just like me in 1 Corinthians 11, it says that when I was a child, I spoke, I thought, and I reasoned as a child. But once I grow up, I put away childish things. So today, I'm just emphasizing from a culture and from a world perspective, we got to put off childlike things. Eros is not the first definition of love. But I do want to say in Biblical love, it does include phileo, eros, and agape, but under the the setting of God's setting, which is what I, I've said before, and later on we're going to talk about how God sees us when we're in sexual context. But it's only in a context of a covenant marriage. But in order to get to the covenant marriage, you must have in order to have the agape and eros, all of them must be present. But you can't flip and go from eros and 
and, and go from agape. The reason why most people don't discover their unconditional love is because they start at the lustful love. They never start at the phileo love. So because of that, they are stuck in the unconditional. So it starts off, if whatever you start out doing, then you're going to have to keep on doing it. So if you start out, young lady, sleeping with him in order to prove your love, you're going to have to continue on. Young man, if you start that relationship off based on what you're giving her, you're going to have to consistently do that. And that's how the culture has designed and set things up. So I'm just going to close, close this devotional down with these last two scriptures. Number one, you need to understand that John 3.16 says it like this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That, And it says it like this, that who, everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have an eternal life. That means that the only thing that God requires of any human being as it relates to love is simply by doing one thing, believing in him. And number two, believing in his only begotten son. And in doing so, you're going to have an everlasting life. So his condition is purely not based on anything that you can give to him, not based on anything that you can do for him. God loves you unconditionally. No matter if you look a mess, no matter if you don't look your best, no matter if you, you're doing things or if you've done things outside of his will, that has nothing to do with how he sees you. And that's the example of biblical love. I'm going I'm to close by saying this. In, in 1 John 14, it says, And in this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us. And he sent his son to be a propitiatory, a tony sacrifice, a satisfying offering for our sins, fulfilling God's requirement for justice against sin. And play placating his wrath. Beloved, if God so loved us in this incredible way, we also ought to love one another. So, as we end, conditional, you can have the condition, meaning that you can get wrapped up into all the things that the culture is doing right now, or you can allow God's love to be wrapped around you consistently. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking that people all over this world but understand and be wrapped up in your love, that unconditional godly love, one that is unexplainable, one that is unswerving, one that is unconditional, that they would understand that your love is the love that 
you would like for them to understand and to stand on. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, brothers and sisters and friends and family, let me pray for whoever don't have a relationship with a father or understanding that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit is the only true example of what love is about. And it starts with having a relationship with him first. And the way that I want you to understand this is simple. Parents love their children no matter what they do. That means that you can't mess up to where they don't accept you or they don't they can't say that you're not their child. You will always be their child no matter what. And so you need to understand that God will always love you no matter what. But here's the one thing that you need to understand. In order to have a relationship with him, it requires that you understand that he sent his son into this world to die for your sins. And by believing in him, you can have eternal life. That means a life of peace and joy so that it's not associated with anything someone isn't doing or doing. And the way to do that is a, it's as simple as praying this prayer with me. Just say, Lord Jesus, I need you. And I'm asking that you come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. I believe that you died for me, and I believe that you rose from the grave. Now, from this day forward, take total control of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, first of all, I want to thank you. If you prayed that prayer, contact me. Go to the website, btcempower.org, and just click on the info or and just let me know. I would like to just send you a prayer and a journal look, a journal book for you, just to get you and to make sure that you're on the growth path. Have a wonderful day. Remember, love, the love of God is not based on conditions. It's actually unconditional. Have a wonderful day.